Um, I think that you may not have heard that introduction, and so I will do it again. <laughs> I think I didn't have my mic turned on, so I apologize for that. Again, I'd like to welcome everyone to this weekly webinar at this time. Uh, this is the Triangles Meditation Group. Today is April 22nd, 2019. The purpose of the webinar is twofold, to introduce the work of triangles to those who are new to it and to aid them in the forming of triangles, and also to create a platform for people who are already members of triangles to come together each week and participate in a meditative visualization in the support and strengthening of the planetary network. Triangles is a simple visualization technique using the power of thought and prayer to uplift and transform consciousness. It involves simply the establishing of a line of lighted loving communication between three people who agree to vivify that triangular link every day. They link together as a triangle of light, mentally, spiritually, and in a spirit of goodwill to all humanity. Their triangle is then placed within the larger planetary network of triangles, and as the network is visualized, the great invocation is sounded in order to release and circulate spiritual energies throughout the etheric network and into the consciousness of humanity, touching all open hearts and minds who can respond to spiritual stimulation when it's released into the atmosphere. Triangles need only take a few minutes each day and can therefore be fit into even the busiest of schedules. So today we are fortunate and looking forward to hearing from Rebecca Hood. Rebecca has a diverse background ranging across dance, theater, music, architecture, and psychology. She's been pursuing esoteric understanding through a variety of paths and disciplines over the past 30 years. Rebecca currently works as a telephone crisis supporter and a counselor and support person with adults of all ages who are experiencing addiction, anxiety, and depression. She's also the founding director of Signet Center for Peacebuilding and Transformation, a practical peacebuilding initiative based on the Sunshine Coast in Queensland, Australia. So we look forward to hearing from Rebecca after our meditation. So now let's begin with a brief visualization followed by the sounding of the mantra on your screen. So let's take a moment to achieve an inner quiet. Let's visualize the soul and place ourselves, our integrated personalities, at the service of that soul of humanity as a whole and of the group.
We sound the mantra of group fusion. In the center of all love, I stand. From that center, I, the soul, will outward move. From that center, I, the one who serves, will work. May the love of the divine self be shed abroad in my heart, through my group, and throughout the world. Now focusing your attention and dedication, see the group which you belong to as a great center of love and light, irradiating the world, bringing relief, light, love, and healing in increasing measure. Brood upon the plan to be carried out and upon the indicated service for this day. Do this as the soul, keeping the lower personal self in a waiting attitude, like a servant attentive for instruction. We sound the mantra. Radiance are we and power. We stand forever with our hands stretched out, linking the heavens and the earth, the inner world of meaning and the subtle world of glamour. We reach into the light and bring it down to meet the need we reach into the silent place and bring from thence the gift of understanding. Thus with the light we work and turn the darkness into day.
Thank you. I think we're approaching a time, or we're living already in a time when the idea of triangles could have great appeal to the public and particularly perhaps to younger people because we see around the planet under the inspiration perhaps of Greta Thunberg from Sweden a vast movement for calling on the adults in the world to wake up and do something besides talking about the issues, the very dire warning of 12 years left before we have uh, quite a an, uh, environmental catastrophe on our planet. And so these young people wanting to have lives uh, stretching out in front of them are rightly um, demanding fuller action on the part of global leaders. And really what they're calling for is for us to pay attention to the earth, to the cry of the earth, our mother. And what better means really if we were able to educate people about the potential of triangles to break down barriers, to free the planet from the present morass of glamour and illusion through the concerted utilization of the power of thought to uplift and transform consciousness. So the triangles work if it could be um, made available to more people by increasing the brilliance of our own daily practice, by increasing the brilliance of these weekly webinars, we can release greater light and love into the planet and thereby stimulate um, a greater receptivity among younger people to take up this work of triangles as a complement to the very real work in which they are already involved. So perhaps if any of you who are listeners are younger people or any of us who are older people um, could maybe reach out into your environment and find some younger people who you know are Triangles members and encourage them to make a little video on their phones and send it to us at triangles.org. Um, and we could use these simple videos about your experience of the potential of triangles um, to bring about planetary transformation. They can be in different languages and we can, if you send us the translation, we can put it either into the video or at least include it underneath. And we might be able to put some of these videos on our website and also share them with you in perhaps a little video that we could put together. So just a thought, a new, another way to reach out to try and reach this um, globally awakening network of young people. All right. So now let's prepare for our meditation.
by linking in thought with our own soul as a point of love and light. And with all those people throughout the world who are working with this Triangles Meditation Group, extend our alignment to the highest center of the will of God, the center Shambhala. In the center of the will of God, I stand. Not shall deflect my will from his I implement that will by love. I turn towards the field of service. I, the triangle divine, work out that will within the square and serve my fellow men. Using the creative imagination, link with two other points of light to create a triangle of light. Visualize this triangle in which you are working as an essential part of the radiant worldwide triangles network.
hold the consciousness immersed within the light of the group soul, the heart of love, which underlies and infuses the network. Lift the consciousness to the world teacher who stands as the heart of love at the center of the spiritual hierarchy and also at the heart of each triangle. Hold the group mind open and receptive to this inpouring energy of love. Goodwill, circulating around the triangles from point to point and flowing out through the network into the hearts and minds of men and women everywhere, healing and transforming human consciousness and establishing right human relationships.
Visualize the whole planet alight with triangles. See new triangles being formed everywhere. Prior to sounding the great invocation, let's pause to consider the work to be done by the words that will be poured out. Let us visualize the network acting as a link between the world of spiritual realities and humanity, as a channel through which light and love and divine purpose may flow into human consciousness. from the point of light within the mind of God. Let light stream forth into human minds. Let light descend on earth. From the point of love within the heart of God, let love stream forth into human hearts. May the coming one return to earth. From the center where the will of God is known, let purpose guide all little human wills, the purpose which the masters know and serve. From the center, which we call the human race, let the plan of love and light work out, and may it seal the door where evil dwells. Let light and love and power Restore the plan on earth. Thank you.
And now we'll hear from Rebecca. Uh, Rebecca, are you there? Yes, I'm here. Okay, welcome. Thank you, Kathy. Thank you. Um, oh, I'll just mention too that I'm not the founding director of Signet. I am one of four founding directors of Signet. Three of us work within the Triangles Network. So we're really grateful for the context that these webinars provide for um, the linking into the, the higher energies and for Signet's work is about trying to bring those energies through in right human relations as Christine spoke about last week. Um, <clears throat> and so Kathy invited me to speak about healing today and um, I'm also aware that Emmanuel spoke previously about healing so um, there's another recording on the uh, in the library if anyone wants to go back and hear about that. Um, so I'm speaking about healing today from a, a perspective of um, alignment and wholeness and as we know our triangle work is a form of planetary healing that aims to support the inflow of spiritual energies into the planetary bodies, enabling movement towards greater spiritual alignment and wholeness. And this intention of wholeness is reflected in the very etymology of the word healing, which gives us a really rich starting point for our reflections on healing. Because when we look at families of words, we enter into the fertility and the livingness of language. And this helps us to open up our understanding. So these derivations are taken from Eric Partridge's Etymological Dictionary, what you can see on the, on the screen here. And um, when you look up the word healing in that dictionary, it refers you to the word whole. <laughs> so these are all derivations, Old English, Middle English, Old Norse, um, and you can see that they're all, um, there's a strong theme here of um, completion, wholeness, um, healthy, health as wholeness here, and also the word holy, um, well, to, to make, make holy. So um, we can see that embedded into the very word healing, at least in English, we have the idea of wholeness and some of you who are speakers of language other than English might be able to add some more insights from your own languages when we have the discussions a bit further on so we would welcome any input in that way. Rebecca I just wanted um, to interject that. We have um, a mandala on the next slide um, from Carl Jung's web book. Um, Rebecca, um, some people are saying that it's a little hard to hear. Maybe if you could get closer to the mic. Hello, Rebecca? Mm. Rebecca, are you there? I'm not sure what happened. Hello, Rebecca. 
It might be that her internet went out. I'm not sure. Uh, we'll just wait a little moment to see if she can come back. Yeah, she's no longer showing up. Uh, she probably lost the connection for a moment, so hopefully she'll be back soon. Mm. So I'm back. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> oh dear. Yeah. Can't live without it. Can't live with it and can't we live out we live without it. This wonderful technology that we have that links us all up. <laughs> so um, shall I just pick up where yes. I, yes. I cut out, Kathy? Sorry yeah. about that. I'm not sure what happened. But, um, just speak into the mic. Very, some people are saying they're having trouble hearing. Oh, okay. Is that any better? That's a little better, yes. Okay. I'll see if I can also... Uh, I won't try and do anything fancy. I'll just talk louder. Yes. <laughs> um, so this, this image shows a, a mandala from Carl Jung's Red Book where he records his personal internal journey as a psychological explorer and that's in his autobiography, um, Memories, Dreams, Reflections. And Jung describes the emergence of his understanding of the mandalas he drew, which he noticed always seemed to correspond to his inner situation. Um, and he explains how he came to understand the meaning of the mandalas as cryptograms which were presented to him anew each day, seeing in them the self that is my whole being actively at work. This idea of the mandala as the wholeness of the self is reflected in the etymology of this Sanskrit word mandala, which suggests the idea of a container of essence and which also means circle, which in itself is a symbol of wholeness and unity. So, and now we see the mandala of the Sri Yantra on the screen. So in relating healing and wholeness to triangles, as we turn our attention to this mandala, we see here an energy field created by the interpenetration of the downward and the upward facing triangles as they emanate from and create the three smaller triangles and the bindu point in the center where everything is unified into wholeness. So we can begin to see a healing as, a, as an evolutionary process where forms in matter, the upward striving triangles, are continuously refined through development and experience to become ever more resilient vessels for the expression of the higher fire, the higher energy, seen in the downward pouring triangle. And so in esoteric healing, DK tells us that all disease is the result of inhibited soul life 
and that the art of the healer consists in releasing the soul so that its life can flow through the aggregate of organisms which constitute any particular form. And he adds that disease is caused by lack of harmony and lack of alignment between the form aspect, the life aspect, and the soul or self. And so here we see um, a picturing of, of that idea of the soul and the personality coming together in a wholeness that is very similar to what is pictured for us in the energy field of the Sri Yantra. Roberto Asajoli called this process of alignment and freeing of the soul into the form psychosynthesis. And we see it represented in the alignment and interpenetrating, interpenetrating of these triangles of personality and soul in the six-pointed star with the Bindu point of animating spiritual life at the centre. How can we cultivate the alignment and harmony so needed for healing and wholeness? One exercise from Roberto Assajoli encourages us to disidentify from our personality vehicle and to identify with the vital, permanent aspect of ourselves. By repeating this practice daily and by bringing this awareness into our everyday lives, we can gradually come into soul alignment and have increasing meanings, increasing alignment with ourselves. So as we cross the burning ground and the unintegrated aspects of ourselves rise from the depths into the open to be cleansed and transformed, this is usually unpleasant, but it is possible for us to be in a place of identification with darkness and despair and still reach for the light. And when we do, it's surprising to feel the reality of the light descending in response to our call and to witness the light and the darkness living simultaneously within us as if transformative process do their healing work. DK tells us that healing works through the etheric currents and the etheric centers in the etheric body. And it's striking to note the similarity between the mandalas we saw earlier and this drawing of the hierarchical view of man's etheric centers. And we see again the form of the triangle holding the communicating point at the heart of the lotus. Indeed, when we work in our triangles meditation, we are building in the etheric substance of the planet and our own etheric bodies, we are told, are an integral part of the planetary etheric body. But we are literally all connected. And what an expansion of our idea of wholeness this demands as we contemplate this idea. And one of the greatest archetypes of healing that we have is the resurrection of the Christ, depicted in the Easter holy days just past. And the Christ disidentifies with the physical as he moves through and beyond death into a renewal of form that signifies a completely new level of wholeness, offering to humanity the restoration of the knowledge of the spirit of which we are born. 
Interestingly, the Western Church's timing of Easter this year caused the Resurrection Day to fall within the influence of Taurus, blending the vernal energy of Aries with the illumination of Taurus, which ended and materializing the um, bringing down into matter quality of Taurus. And it throws light on humanity's struggle to reorient towards God which is also the sign of the world's servers, Taurus, who are striving to establish conditions for healing and wholeness on our planet. So in closing, let's turn our focus to the soul mantra, which encapsulates for us the whole process of psychosynthesis. And we have again the triangle here with the three major rays of will, and love and light expressed in this mantra. I am the soul and also love I am. Above all else, I am will and fixed design. My will is now to lift the lower self into the light divine. That life I am. Therefore, I must descend to where the lower self awaits my call. That which desires to lift, that which cries aloud for lifting, are now at one. Such is my will. Thank you, Rebecca. <clears throat> so now we open it up, as you know, to hear from our audience if they have any questions, comments, thoughts that they'd like to share with the group. Uh, now's the time. You can either put your comments in the chat box by typing them in, or you can click on your name in the participants box and we can unmute your microphone and you can share audibly. And Rebecca, you can you see the chat box here? Yes, I'm just looking at it. There's okay. some thank yous from Nina is saying thank you for another powerful meditation. Mary Wright is saying thank you for a powerful transmission today. I feel that everyone is focused on the work and it shows. Namaste. Um, Ross Wither says, yes, thanks a lot. Great now. Oh, okay. So there was just some talk about the difficulty hearing. Mm -hmm. um, um, that, uh, <laughs> that is a beautiful mantra. Where can that be found? And I um, didn't have time to look it out of DK's work. Um, I actually... Um, it's in Dinah too. Oh, I thought you would probably know exactly. But I don't have the page with me, but I know it's it's in the section on meditation. Um, I if also if you have the book Esoteric Healing by Alan Cox. I'm having trouble hearing you, Rebecca. Oh, okay. Um, what about you? Is hello? Is that any better? Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. 
Um, yeah, I, I got it from the book Esoteric Healing by Aaron, Alan Hocking, which is based on um, DK's work and um, has all those mantrams in the back. And I just couldn't find that one. So thanks, Kathy. I thought you'd probably yeah. know. <laughs> um, someone says, can you explain radiatory healing? Um, and I have to say, look, I'm not an expert on healing um, and um, refer you to DK's work and perhaps Kathy can answer some of the questions um, better than I can. Um, but I think um, radiatory he healing is very much working in the etheric and the um, magnetic aura that we create by the work of aligning and healing ourselves, which then um, naturally um, flows to people whom we are in contact with and I know there's much more technical aspects to it than that um, um, and it is a specific way of healing among the ways of healing that DK describes in, in um, esoteric healing. Do you, do you want to add anything to that Kathy? Um, well I'm like you I'm, I'm certainly not an expert in esoteric healing but my recollection is that the radiatory technique is using the heart center as the distribution point rather than the ajna. So it's head, ajna, and then releasing the energies through the heart center. And sometimes using the hands again as a, as a vehicle. But um, yeah, you can definitely read more about it in esoteric healing. Yeah, because it's a whole science. So if you want to go into it really deeply, it's great to contemplate that work um martha says uh, the talk demonstrated the force of beauty there's a special channel of energy that can take us to the fifth kingdom could you talk more about that <laughs> martha i'm wondering if you could talk more about that um and um perhaps you can perhaps you can um i'm thinking that you have some thoughts so maybe you can tell us but um, certainly the work of alignment is what brings us into um, communication with the kingdom of souls. The more we can make ourselves whole and bring that alignment in, the more we can access that, that kingdom and not just access it, but be a channel for it to um, flow into this world in the form of beauty. Uh, Martha does have her hand raised, so I'll unmute her. Right. Great. Hi, Martha. Martha? Yes, can you hear me? No, not very well. Okay, uh, can you hear me better now? Um, that, it doesn't uh, sound like you're using a mic, maybe. I'm not sure. Uh, uh, I can okay. hear you. There. Yeah, there. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, not really. So, I, think you, I think you hit on it, Rebecca, when you... Um, recognize that there's, there's more when we serve, we can serve more than just as a channel. That the, what you touched into through the mandalas and your beautiful soul uh, was the actual experience of linkage. And I was experiencing that. I wanted you to know that. Um, and it uh, occurred to me that while it's important for us to certainly clear our etheric channel to be available for that, you're really also um, opening up the force that 
is out there for us to um, access into this great healing. I'm excited about this because I think it's a key uh, to the healing of the earth. Uh, so important on, in the United States, we're celebrating Earth Day today, our 50th uh, uh, cele celebration of that. And there's something very vital in what you were pointing to. So I, th I thank you. Thank you, Martha. Um, yeah. So Martin's Martin's um, telling us that um, the mantrams on page one hundred and twenty-three to twenty-four in Dina two. Um, here's a technical question from Moros Wither that maybe Martin or somebody else could answer. Kathy, something I've been wondering about for a long time. What is or is there a diff at all a difference between esoteric healing and spiritual healing as it is taught, for example, by the SNU in Britain? And I actually don't have knowledge of um, what is taught by the SNU, so I can't answer that. <laughs> but somebody else maybe can. Um, so please raise your hand if you can. Julie Radinsky says, thank you, Rebecca. The Tibetan tells us that healing begins with a gathering of the forces of love. This resonates with your definition of healing as wholeness or oneness, which love provides. Yeah. And, and um, alignment allows us to feel that love. When we're out of alignment, it's, it's hard for us to feel it. Yeah, so I, I, I don't know if anyone can answer Roswitha's question. Well, I could just say one thing, that esoteric healing is very scientific. Um, it's, it's based on a, a deep understanding of the chakra system of oneself. And as someone has, as Clint is saying, necessitates a purification of one's own vehicles um, in order to effectively carry it out. So it's, it's a science that will be taught and understood over many years of training so it's not necessarily something you can just take a weekend course and learn about um, it's just mm. one difference i think I, I don't really know about this group but um, most spiritual healing classes today are are cursory in comparison to the teaching in esoteric healing Yeah, so Clint's comment says, the more we can purify our lower vehicles, the better reflector of spiritual energy we become. Spiritual energy is by its nature healing, whether from our own soul or from the higher plane. And, and I think it, it goes between those two extremes of the depth of knowledge um, and that is required to, to be a channel for healing for for others and our environment um, and the knowledge that's needed to do no harm and the simplicity 
of grace and being able to receive healing um, just by being open to spirit, which um, is is perhaps the the more simple version of it and tends to get focused on perhaps sometimes. Um, and and Suzanne is adding to what Clint's comment with purity of heart, practicing harmlessness. Um, Margarita is saying, is that possible to have a copy of the slides? Um, yes, Kathy has those and um, we can send them to you. Yep. To Margarita. Yep. No, that's fine. Um, and, and Ross Withers saying, Thanks a lot. In spiritual healing, the fundamental idea of purification first to be a clear channel for the divine energy. Um, is, and I don't see the rest of the comment. Okay, well, I think we're going to wrap it up now just because we've um, gone over our time. And I wanted to thank you so much for sharing yourself with us and your thoughts and look forward to hearing from you again in the future so let's just end with a moment of silence to link with the planetary network of triangles Thank you.